Hello and welcome to the very first episode of the Business Success Podcast. Um, I'm Adriana Cheshire and this is... Jonathan Keeble. This is our first episode. It's quite exciting, isn't it? It is. It's good. Yes. And I think for today's episode, we're actually going to be talking about um, just how challenging times are right now for a lot of business owners and how we as a marketing and HR company are actually trying to help business owners overcome those challenges and keep moving forward. Um, And there's... One way in particular that we are helping business owners with that, which is our one-four strategy. Can you just explain? Right, well, the one-four strategy is actually, we've got two companies. We've got an HR company and a marketing company. And what we found is that it's important to combine the two Mm -hmm. because um, at the end of the day, if you're marketing something, you need to make sure you've got the right people in place to deliver on your marketing promise. But what we're finding Mm -hmm. Is out of COVID and um, and we had the furlough, didn't we? And everyone, well, not everyone, but a lot of people actually took time off work and so forth. And um, what we found is people coming out of furlough, a lot of them are quite disengaged and they're not in 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 the right process with the company. Yeah. And um, consequently, as a result of that, is that um, performance isn't isn't great, and some employers. Um, because there is a skill shortage, especially where we are in Plymouth and so forth, they're not addressing the correct performance of their staff in fear of actually losing them. Right. So you're saying that they don't want to almost confront the staff members that aren't particularly productive because Ex- they're be- better to have them as unproductive as they may be than not to have them at all. Exactly, which means that we do have a, a significantly high proportion of, of people um, going into work who are totally disengaged. Right. And what we've done with our uh, one four strategy, yes. we're, we're combining the two. So we're going into companies and saying, what is your marketing, which you, as our marketing director, you're really good at. Yes. So what sort of questions would you ask? Well, when we first start working with a company, looking at their marketing, we would first of all, assess what they're doing already. Um, so is it what's working, what's not working so well? What are the areas that they could improve on? Are they saying the right things to the right people? So that actually takes us back to looking at the services and products that they provide. Is the stuff that they're selling, the stuff that actually makes them any money and the stuff that they enjoy delivering? So, And if it is, great. How can we market that message to the right people? Actually, if it's not making them any money, then we help them to relook at the packages that they're offering and the kind of things that they're offering to their audience. So we'd look at all of that. And then I guess we'd look at how we could add value to their business with their marketing, um, which then we'd have to work with their team if they have one to make sure that they're delivering on what we're saying in the marketing. So if we're promising that we're really personal service or we offer, um, you know, 24 hour call outs, then we actually have to deliver on that kind of thing, which comes right back to, like you said, the team. Are they there? And you mentioned something really good, deliver. Uh And and that's really important, delivering on the service. And so consequently, in order to deliver on the service, you've got to make sure that you've got the right team in place. And because we've had this furlough and people been sort of slightly disengaged with with employment and so forth, one really important thing to do is actually look at the structure of the business mm-hmm. and then look at everybody's job roles to make sure they're actually very clear as actually what they want to do. Because when you come back from furlough and you come out of COVID and stuff like that, people may 
think they're doing an eight-hour job, but actually probably only doing a four-hour job and stretching it to eight, eight hours, hours. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. so the Which thing must it, be quite common, I reckon. It is. So the reason why you, you, you want to combine HR and marketing into a one-four strategy mm. um, is to ensure that the people that you're employing their job role is complete and, and it's, it's actually for the full amount of time that you're employing them for. So you're getting 100% um, output from them mm-hmm. and to make sure that they're delivering on your delivery service, yes. which you're marketing. Yeah. All right. Because without doing that, the customer at the other end is not going to get... Um, what they promised. Th- yeah, the delivery service that they're actually paying for yes. or what they're expecting which in actual fact will do more damage to your business. 100%. So there's nothing worse than marketing something, whether it's a product and service, and your team aren't delivering it, yeah. uh, because obviously you're not then delivering on your on, on your delivery service. No, and 80% of people will leave or switch to another company, a competitor, if they have a really, or even just a little bad experience with a company, 80% of customers That's will just huge. leave. Which is huge. So it is really important to be delivering on your promises. But what would you suggest a business owner did if they'd um, recognise that their team not being as productive as they could be? What would the next steps be? Would it be about performance improvement? Would it be about setting particular targets? Well, I would honestly think I would I would I would do the work before you actually had the conversation with the employee. Right. I'd actually look at their job role, all right, and what part do they play in the overall success of that business, and then speak to them and communicate with them and do an appraisal mm-hmm. because appraisals both ways because in actual fact that's an opportunity for the employee to see how employee to actually say how they can contribute mm. to the performance of the business, but also for the employer to let them know in actual fact what's expected of them. Yes. So an appraisal will be really good. And then performance improvement plans, um, we do one for each other, to be honest. You know, yeah. Every year we do a performance improvement plan. And, and people think a performance improvement plan is only for people who are not performing. Mm-hmm. It's not, in actual fact. You could be performing really well, but in actual fact we want you to perform better. Yes. So in actual fact, a performance improvement plan is a positive. It's not a reaction to a negative. No, it's an opportunity, I suppose. It is an opportunity. It's a great opportunity because one of the biggest things that uh, employees want from their um, um, employees want from their employers is good communication. Right. And guess what? Employers want that from their staff as well. Yes. So it's important in actual fact you get them together and just have that conversation of actually what's going well. Yeah. You know. What they doing badly? What they doing well? And what you know, and, and how how could they improve? Mm-hmm. And uh, from that conversation, you can get a lot of information from that. Mm. Um, and I'd always spend time looking at the structure of your business, what your end goal is, and also the job roles of your staff. Uh-huh. And that's why HR and marketing. And we won something. For, well, we didn't win. We we actually we win a competition. To, yes, yeah, yeah. We, with our one four strategy, which is about combining the marketing and HR into one, almost like a one-stop shop, really. Um, we came second or runner-up in the Global Entrepreneur X Factor, didn't we? Um, which was really good fun at the time. And I think that means a lot to us because it's it seems to be something of a new concept, especially within the business world. Um, we've proven that it works time and time again. And to actually have put together a video, which we had to do for the entry, and then get recognised as being a runner-up or second in the competition for it, it did mean a lot to us. And we, we're 
hung our um, certificate up quite proudly. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, we did a video which was fun as well, didn't we? We did, yes. Yeah, and that got a lot of uh, lot of laughs as well. Yeah, and so. you know, it's 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 not just something we plucked out of the air. We, you especially, and, and me, work being with the company for six years, have worked with so many businesses over those years. Um, that it's it's something that we've seen time and time again, just how important it is that marketing and HR talk together. But there's not really been anything that have brought those two things together. You know, if you want marketing, you'd go to a marketing company. If you want HR, you'd outsource that to a HR company. There never has really seemed to be, from our research, and we've done a lot of it, certainly a place or a company or someone that brings the two together and understands the importance of both, but also can help deliver them both, which is why I think that we are a really important part of the clients that we work with. We just become a part of their team, don't we, essentially? Uh, we do, in actual fact, and, and, and we encourage them to actually speak to us before they make a decision that could actually cost them yeah. money or actually impact on the performance of their team yeah. and so forth. But the one thing I do actually like, and you do it really well, is when we look at the marketing, you always do a marketing audit, don't you? Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite in-depth. So we the principles, no matter what industry you're in, the principles remain the same in terms of the marketing side of things and a lot to be said for the business side of things as well. So when we first look at the marketing within a business – like I said, we'd look at, are you saying the right things to the right people? Because you really need to figure out your target audience. Who do you want to sell to um, before we do any kind of marketing? So we really need to just ask the business owner and whoever else they want in the room, whoever else makes the decisions within the business and has the the knowledge of the business to be able to answer those questions. We ask them a whack of questions, don't we? Huge. Which is why we have our four-hour prepaid marketing session. And that comes with a 100% money-back guarantee, doesn't it? It does, which is also an important part of, you know, standing out against your competitors. Are there any guarantees that you could offer? What are your unique selling points? You know, we could spend a whole hour, two hours, talking about the marketing side of things here. But essentially, we need to fully understand their business before we can even think about how we'd add value to their marketing because it needs to be as authentic as possible um and those four hours can be split into two hour sessions (laughs) just in case anyone's a bit worried about sitting down with us for four hours but it's good fun they go really fast those four hours but but, and, and that's so important because before we we actually work with a client on marketing we actually have to know about them and know about their delivery of service yeah how is it delivered? Who by? And, um, and and we also look at sort of like on the products and services, you know, what's the best seller? What, you know, what's low hanging fruit, makes the most money uh-huh. that uh, customers actually want, mm-hmm. you know, um, uh, the most that they'll come back for. And more, more importantly, tell others about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's about five or six things I've just mentioned there, yeah. you know, which actually comes all into that marketing to yeah. make it so powerful. So that, that session that that um, um, we call it a sore strategy, don't we? Sore, when we yeah, yeah, when we when we do the marketing strategy with people, uh, that that is so much um, information, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is blinding flashes of the obvious, isn't it? Yeah, and you saying know? that, if you're breaking it down, the key, the core things that we look at when doing your marketing or looking at your marketing is where are your customers coming from? Who do you want your customers to be? What are you trying to sell them? How can we convert more of those customers? 
And actually, how can we retain those customers? Because it's way more expensive, about five times more costly to acquire a new customer than it is to retain an existing customer. And it's also much easier to sell and cross-sell and upsell to your existing customer base than it is to find new customer and sell to them yeah. and build that relationship. So we look at all of those things, which are a massive part of your overall business growth and the, the revenue that you see coming in anyway. Yeah, and I think... So we wrap that all up into the one four strategy yes. because every customer wants to be loyal to a brand, don't mm-hmm. they? And so to help people being loyal to a brand, you've got to be make sure the delivery of service by your people actually reflects on what you're saying your company does. Mm. And it's so important. So that's why we believe sort of HR and marketing is is a one four strategy, exactly. you know, and we should combine the two and, and you should put the two together because there's nothing worse than spending a lot of money on marketing and your people are disengaged yeah. and they're not delivering on that marketing promise, which means your customers aren't getting the service or what they expect mm-hmm. for that money. Yeah, it's, it all follows through one after the other, doesn't it? It does. Actually. So how else, how would you best sum this, uh, our first podcast up? I think it's gone quite well. I think we've, I think we've crammed a lot in, haven't we? <laughs> Tried yeah. to cover a lot. Well, you've covered, you've done very well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so you too, I'm glad. Definitely. I'm glad I'm on the podcast with you because yes. you can always fill it up with really good uh, marketing mm. information, which we all need. No, well, we're a good team, um, and I think we'll get used to it the more and more podcasts that we yeah. do. Well, look, I mean, Adriana, you know, we're business success. Uh, marketing and we're business success HR mm-hmm. um, and we do off, offer our, our clients a one four strategy however if they just want the marketing we'll do the marketing if they just want the HR we'll do the HR and the one thing that I like about us is we never tie anyone into any contracts no you use us and if you like us you'll keep using us yeah and if you um, and and and, and that, I think that's really quite good because certainly I know on the HR side of it so many uh, clients who want to come over to us can't do it immediately because they're tied into long-term contracts of course and it's the same with marketing yeah so we just don't do that you know we're quite open and uh uh with our clients so well thank you very much for listening and watching perhaps um it has been great talking to you jonathan and you adriana talk to you every day (laughs) but it's been it's been good fun and we will see you on our next podcast thank you